Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hey, everybody. Today, I want to talk about admitting when you're wrong. This is one of those things that I feel like is a magical thing. It is, I've called it the magic eraser of social situations. You know those amazing sponge um, white erasers that the uh, Mr. Clean company came out with? Um, they are one of those things that it, it's literally, I don't know what the material is. It's fascinating. You use it and it really does wonderful things. It takes things out that you don't expect, um, scuffs out of walls and things. It does the impossible. Anyway, so does admitting when you're wrong in a social situation. The other day, my car was parked where it shouldn't be. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and actually, I was set up to fail on the situation because somebody uh, was parked. I was picking a guest up uh, for an event and somebody was parked outside of the hotel. Somebody else was parked outside of the hotel right here. And so uh, right in like caddy corner where nobody could really get around. And so I ended up parking in an awkward spot because I thought they'd be right out. So this man pulled up behind me and he gave me a really dirty look. <laughs> he didn't know we'd soon be fast friends. So he pulled up in front of me and he had to bring in a cake for an event. I rolled my window down and I said, I am so sorry. It is so annoying. I'm parked here right now. I'm picking somebody up and I'm really sorry. He goes, I'm sorry. Did I give you a dirty look? I'm like, yeah, but that's okay. I totally understand. It was so annoying. And he was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm like, no problem. And he's like, have a great day. I'm like, you too. <laughs> Okay, now I don't all I haven't always won this moment. Like I haven't always done a great job in this cuz sometimes you're like, "Hey, what's your problem?" or whatever. It depends if I'm worn out or not or if I'm doing great or if I'm well rested. Most of the time, I enjoy the art of dismantling an awkward social situation. It's fun for me. I have fun saying, "Hey, I'm really sorry." And watching how 99% of the time they melt in your hands because most people ignore each other, don't make eye contact, don't apologize. You know, maybe we'll give a nod, but that like not much. N not everybody is operating where their their aim is to make sure that the other person doesn't have that toxic feeling. Um so it's always a shock to people, but it's just fun for me. It's fun for me to um try to you know, be better and not make people feel weird. I It really affects me. I'm the personality type that gets really affected by those weird social moments, even with strangers. I like have to work to recover. Some people don't care. I'll be with friends that are like, who cares? Let's get over it. I'm like, ah, you know, it just messes with me. I don't know why. I've seen it happen on the road too. Like when you're driving uh, in the car and somebody, you know, you cut somebody off, which I have never done. <laughs> Or you ride someone's tail, which I've never done. Um, that's sarcasm, if you can't tell by my tone. Um, but I hate when that happens. And then I'll I'll like just be listening to a great song, be in my own world, you know, be wondering why we're going under the speed limit. You know, and it's because there's a cop ahead and they've really saved me from a ticket. They're really like my best friend up there. But I'm in my own world and they're annoyed with me. And then I'm like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, and you wave and apologize and it dismantles it. On the other hand, I have definitely had my moments where I'm like, what's your problem? You know, when I'm worn out, usually I'm mainly susceptible to those when I'm hormonal, exhausted, have an unresolved conflict, have a long to-do list, and I'm, I haven't eaten. I mean, whew, 
don't even get me started. When you're when you're just like exhausted, your blood sugar's low, all those things, and you just are cranky, and it's a perfect storm of this isn't going to work out well. <laughs> and then I, I, you know, you're like, what's your problem? You know, take everything out on the people around you. It's hilarious. It's so, it's so ridiculous. There's so obviously something else that's happening because why would somebody get that mad at, at that? That just doesn't merit that kind of anger. But anyway, um, I've definitely done it before for sure. But I have learned that this little like, sorry about that, um, really will completely turn the course of a situation. And even I just had a recent situation where I was talking to somebody and I'm just like, humble yourself. Like this situation came up. This is a very clear, clean cut situation. This happened. You said this. This was the result. And they were being defensive. And I've been defensive before and I'll probably be defensive again. No, I won't. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but um, I'm sure that that I've done that before. We're all like a work in progress over here, folks. And but I'm watching this, witnessing it. And I'm like, literally, all you have to do to put the situation out, to put the fire out is to just say, I'm really sorry. I can't believe I did that. I apologize. And it has to be sincere because if it's like, I heard this podcast, and if I admit that it's my fault, then you'll go away. Then it doesn't work. Like, we have to, like, be genuine. Being genuine and meaning it from your heart is the only way that it actually takes. <laughs> because otherwise, then we're just, you know, faking it, and it just doesn't work. So anyway, I just wanted to encourage you in that. It's like in our relationships, in different areas of our lives, a lot of times, too, I try to put people at ease where if they suggest something to me, I don't hold them to the fire for their suggestion. For example, I was making soup for uh, a family and I had some friends over and I was asking everybody, I'm like, is this soup bad or is this turkey bad? Do you guys think this turkey is bad? And I'm asking everybody. I knew the date was right. Like it didn't. I just was nervous. You know, I'm, I'm not good at that. I, I cook a lot. I love cooking, but I I'm always like nervous about making something that poisons people. <laughs> I never have, but you know, that would be a major bummer. Here's a gift. Here's a stomach ache for three days, you know? So I just am like extra cautious about it. So I'm just, I'm like, I know this says I have five more days, but I just want to double check. And then this person said, oh yeah, that seems totally fine. And then their next sentence was, oh man, don't tell me if it's bad because I'll feel really bad about it. And I said, actually with me, you have to understand this. I'm making the decision to use it. I will not hold that against you because I'm the one that decided to do it. And I found that with my team as a, as a leader, that that puts everybody at ease to be able to be free to tell their genuine opinion too. And when we're in a setting where if we get in trouble for something and maybe I made the wrong call, but maybe one of one of my team members suggested it. I don't say, actually, that came from this person. I say, I made that decision. And that took a lot of years of maturing because it's a lot easier to throw somebody under the bus. But as a leader, I have felt like it's more important to create a safe environment for everybody to express their opinions than it is for me to uh, put a spotlight on somebody because ultimately I made the decision. And so that's something that I've adopted. Of course, if it's something that's really important, we talk about it. Uh, and, and if it comes down to it and it is something that needs to be discussed. And honestly, the environment that I'm in, everybody's admitting when they're wrong. Our problem is it's like everybody calm down. 
it's okay because everyone's like, it's my fault. It's my fault. It's my fault because that's our environment. And it, and in other areas, I've seen people go, it's your fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. And so it's actually a really cool thing. Our problem is the opposite because we live this way. We, we are like, well, wait, maybe I misunderstood you. Well, wait, no, I bet I said it weird. Now, wait a minute. Let me find where I text you that. Oh, it did sound weird. It's my fault. No, you were clear. It's my fault. I mean, these are literally our conversations, but what happens is there's such a trust between us. There's, there's a sense of protection and I'm not looking out for myself. I'm looking out for you. And so we're looking out for each other. And so I know for a fact that if I put myself out there and I give you my heart or my idea or my opinion that you're not going to publicly embarrass me or you're not going to um, put me in a position where I feel really awkward. And that's, I feel like, been a very, very important lesson I've learned the hard way because there have definitely been seasons when I was more immature and I definitely am still immature. <laughs> I have lots of room to grow. But um, just in my maturing process, there have definitely been seasons where I was a lot quicker to point somebody else out and kind of duck. And now I don't do that at all. I feel like it's very rare that that will happen with me and with my team because um, it's just really important to feel safe with each other and to trust each other. Hey, another thing I feel like is really important is to give credit to whom credit is due. And I don't know why I use the word whom. <laughs> To give credit to who credit is due. See, that sounds weird. Give credit to whom credit is. Okay, anyway. So it's just really important that. <laughs> it's really important that when um, you have an opportunity and something comes up and people are celebrating or honoring you for something that you didn't really do to say, hang on, it wasn't me. It was my sister or hang on. It was Allie or hang on. It was my parents or, hey, that was our team. And if it is you, it's OK to say thanks. Thank you. I'm so glad it was good. I really tried or whatever. You know, it's OK to receive the compliment. That's something that sometimes I'm good at and sometimes I'm not. Uh, I guess in the spirit of humility, I always throw it back to the team, throw it back to the team. And that's my tendency. And Honestly, my discipline, I, it is the team. I have this incredible group of people I work with that constantly work so above and beyond. And there's no way I could do the stuff I'm doing without them. So I feel so grateful. And so it's my natural instinct. But I had somebody recently say, hey, can you stop? Like, can you just take the compliment? I'm like, yes, thank you. And I realized, gosh, I guess it's sort of rude to just constantly be like, no, please, it wasn't me or whatever. It's like, well, I had something to do with it. It was part of me. Thank you. And to receive it and to just take it and not just constantly try to push it off. So I think there's a balance. And I think that if something feeds that thing in you that you're trying to kill, the horrible thing called ego, and that whole that whole manifestation of this desire, this hunger to be known or for people to know you did it or that weird drive that's in you. Um, I feel like all of that has to kind of die before you can actually be used to do great things because sometimes we're driven by that and I guess it could be okay in certain settings, but in my life, there's not any room for that. In my family, oh my gosh, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Like literally nobody can think too highly of themselves because we all keep each other in check, which is wonderful. And 
painful. <laughs> but I'm so thankful for that. It's like everybody's constantly aware of their humanity because we have people around us. Like I definitely have people in my personal circle besides my family even that just we all love each other. We're each other's fans, but we're also very honest with each other and where we can improve. And, you know, I'm thankful for that. I don't want a bunch of people that are just constantly saying positive things. I want people that also love me enough to tell me the hard things, which is very painful, but it's more painful to not be who I want to be and to be the fullness of what I can be than it is to receive the love and creative criticism that is very painful. But I'd rather have that any day than stay in something that I don't know I'm in. You know what I mean? Like that might be confusing, but that's from the bottom of my heart. It's really true. If I'm in danger or if I'm in a weird trap or if I even do something weird, I have a friend who's just always pointing out like little things and I'm like, Ugh! and then I'm like, hey, thank God you tell me because if I, you didn't, I wouldn't know. I had no idea I was doing that. So I am thankful for that. It's true. It's like we we take, we take uh, responsibility when we're doing something wrong or when we mess something up. We give credit to people and honor the people around us and we can take a compliment when somebody gives it to us. And that's just all part of being the best that we possibly can be. All of these things contribute. It just constantly working on ourselves. And I know I have lots of areas to grow in, and these are just a few of the lessons that I've learned the hard way that I want to make sure that people can learn from my mistakes. Awesome. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great day, and I'll be back to talk more later.